Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Biswell Podcast. Today I'm talking about boundaries. We all have heard of it, right? We all say we have these boundaries, but do we even really know what they are? And and I would love just to break it down today. So many people have the wrong idea about boundaries. They believe that they have really good or healthy boundaries, but in reality, maybe it's just a brick wall, or they believe they're that boundaries are unkind. If you have boundaries, it's going to make the other person feel uncomfortable. But that's there's so much more to it than that. So let's let's talk about those people that have the brick wall or don't have any boundaries at all. But boundaries are not these rigid lines drawn in the sand or and they're not clear for everyone to see. So boundaries are our way to take care of ourselves. So that's what this is all about today. One of the episodes in the wellness series about wellness and well-being. So we're talking boundaries and how you can take care of yourself. So when you understand how to set and maintain healthy boundaries, you can avoid the feelings of resentment, disappointment, and anger that build up when limits have been pushed. And there were many times in my life and possibly still even recently where something goes against my belief or my boundary, but I don't put my boundaries up or I don't uphold them because I don't want to cause friction. I don't want that other person to be upset and get enraged. It'll be more than the whole subject. And so then I let my boundaries down. And then what happens? I am super resentment or get resentful, um, oftentimes angry. And so that's why today we're talking about what they are and how we can better manage them. So boundaries can take up many forms. They can range from, like I said, being really rigid rigid and strict to appearing almost non-existence. If you have more rigid boundaries, it might look like this, keeping others at a distance. Yep, that can be me at times. Um, it's better just to keep them at distance. You avoid conflict. So uh, that would be considered a rigid boundary. Maybe it would look like you're seen detached or even... And even with your intimate partners, you're not connected, you're not close, you're detached. Um, Having few close relationships or avoiding close relationships. So that might look like your boundaries are too rigid. But on the contrary, if you have more loose or open boundaries, these are a few examples that may look like. You get too involved in other people's problems. Uh, You know, we all know people like that or have done that from time to time. You may find it difficult to say no to others' requests. Okay, so... That goes to what I said in the beginning. So I can either be too rigid or I can have a difficulty of saying no. So I've got two loose or open boundaries. Do you overshare personal information? Oh my gosh, I worked with a lady. She shared so much personal information. I mean, she would talk about how long she breastfed and what did it feel like? And it was just like, ah, to me, it was like I was just cringing. And, you know, I would try to gently help her see that that wasn't appropriate, but she definitely had zero boundaries. And they were loose and open, to say the least. So oversharing personal information with others. And lastly, maybe seek to please others or fear of rejection would mean that your boundaries are too open or too loose. So a person with really healthy boundaries understands that making their expectations clear helps in two ways. One, it establishes the behavior you will accept from other people. And two, number two, it established what behavior other people can expect from you. So if you have these healthy boundaries, you might share personal information appropriately. Like, you know, in that conversation with this coworker, yeah, it was all these women. We all said, yes, we breastfeed, breastfed, but we left it at there. 
Whereas this other person really got into this oversharing and really, in terms of my mind, crossed our my personal boundaries as well as her own. Uh, perhaps it looks like understanding your personal needs and wants to know how to communicate them. You value your own opinions and accept when others tell you no. So that might be some examples of healthy boundaries. If you haven't figured it out already, setting boundaries is really, it can be challenging, but it's an essential part of our self-respect. So to set boundaries effectively, we must recognize our own needs and assert them. Ideally, we should be able to assert ourselves in a way that's clear, concise, and unapologetic. So learning and practicing these skills can improve your self-esteem and the quality of our relationships. So before we dig in any further here, let's go back to the why, right? We talked about that in the beginning. The why is because it helps us take care of ourselves. And boundaries outline the primary foundation for how you, you want other people to treat you. They ensure a sense of mutual respect and limit the likelihood of people manipulating or taking advantage of you. Boundaries also honor your own need for self-care and personal integrity. So there are all kinds of different boundaries, and you can look at this from a perspective of work, like workplace boundaries or relationship boundaries. Some will cross over, but they are very different. So to first get into creating or setting your boundaries if you haven't done so. And, and and you may be like me. I've never done this exercise until I did some research on this. But in my mind, I have certain things that, quote, cross the line or that are non-negotiable, non-tolerable. But you may just want to take, a, you know, especially in a relationship or work, if you're having some challenges, just sit down and sketch out some ways to keep healthy boundaries so first would be to assess your your boundaries first. What you know, what are those things in your head that are non-negotiable that are absolutely something that you will not tolerate. So go through that. The more you know yourself, the better you will come out with a list. And before you communicate your boundaries, you'll have to take time to assess them, their limits and how to use them. But then go through that with your head in your head or on a piece of paper. Um, pay attention to your feelings. Give yourself permission to really be considered of what you value and what is important to you. Um, next, I would say if it's in the workplace, uh, you know, that's where I tend to focus most on this podcast. Uh, physical boundaries are one that come up a lot. Um, you know, people offering a handshake over a hug kind of thing. I, I'll go either way. Um, if I like the person, I tend to go for a hug if I haven't seen them for a while. But some people are very uncomfortable with that. So start with your physical boundaries. Um, if you're having trouble at work, uh, then it's likely that all of your boundaries are being stomped upon. So perhaps uh, you know, offering your handshake, if someone goes out to hug you, just put your hand out there. Over time, they'll get to know that that is something that you are not comfortable. One of the other things I've noticed at work is lots of work events that have happen after hours. And for many times in my career, I would go to those events because I felt it was necessary. And it was necessary as part of my career. Uh, As my son got older and or time became more precious, I was limiting those work events. And I would go at five o'clock for a half hour and and just say, I'm unable, I'm unable to stay longer. You can give a reason or not. You're not obligated to give your reasons why you can't do something. It's thank you, but no thank you. Um, say no to working on weekends, another boundary that I didn't have for years and years. And again, depending on your work, you may work weekends. That's just part of your job. 
Uh, but what I've started to do is create a boundary over answering emails on the weekend. I will glance occasionally if I see something from my boss, but my bosses also know that if it's something urgent, give me a text. So I've really gotten better at setting the boundary about no working on weekends. I've got to a point where if I do work on the weekend because I choose to or because I took Friday afternoon off or I know I'm going to take a day off during the week and I just want to get settled, I will set up my emails to send between normal business hours because I don't want my team seeing those emails and feeling like they need to work just because I need to get something off my to-do list. So these are just some work boundaries that have come up. Um, on the personal side, that's a little bit different, and I'll dive into that in a minute. But I think go back to your work schedule, you know, the culture of your company, what's important to you, and see where you can make some tweaks. You know, maybe it's a conversation with your boss about the work events after in the evenings. You don't have childcare, whatever the reason is, but you know, start to lay a foundation where people will start to respect your boundaries. One thing about this, if you do this exercise on paper, the most challenging part, at least for me, has always been to verbalize, right? It's verbalizing what makes you comfortable or uncomfortable or verbalizing what you can and cannot do in the workplace, right? And I never wanted to say all those years, I can't make this function because I don't have childcare. Or frankly, I don't want to make this function because I'd rather spend more time with my son. Those are hard things to say. It's it's hard to verbalize what impacts your comfort levels. But when you can get more comfortable at that, the easier boundaries will become. On the other side of work boundaries is obviously your social or emotional boundaries. And those are obviously more difficult. For me, they're very difficult with family uh, to set and to keep in place. But um, a few of the most common signs that our boundaries need attention include the following. So feeling chronically taken advantage of. So if you've been in a situation where friends and family or somebody, you feel like you're being taken advantage of, such as emotionally, financially, or physically, that's time to reevaluate that area. If you're constantly saying yes to please others at your own expense, there's a problem. And if you don't get your needs met because you tend to fear conflict given into the others. That's one I talked about early on. Like I will avoid it because I don't want to have the conflict. The conflict seems bigger than the issue at hand. I'll let it go. And these are the things that over time you'll just have resentment and anger and really you're doing yourself the disservice. So it's about having, identifying those, those areas, uh, some of those common signs, and then what to do. What do you do? How do you get out of it? Work seems a little bit easier for me, but you know, some people might feel differently. It's easier to tell your family and friends no or no thank you, whereas work might be harder. Uh, so it just depends on where you are. So how to set boundaries the right way. Now that you've had a moment to think this through or you've sketched down some of your non-negotiables, this is where um, some of the strategies and examples from experts that I've researched that uh, helped us or helped me get started. So here's the first one. Think through what you need or what you want to accomplish by setting the boundaries. You may not immediately know which parts of your life are most in need of boundaries, and that's okay. Give yourself the time and the space of self-awareness and reflection, and then to process your thoughts and gain a sense of clarity. This can be done by talking through uh, with your loved one, your partner, your boss, a therapist, but verbalizing and naming emotions allows individuals to understand the different perspectives and makes a request appear more like a request rather than 
criticism. Okay, that's important because I know someone in my life, you know, given some feedback feels like it's criticism and it's not. You have to use I statements. I learned that once in therapy. It's I feel badly or I feel angry when you do this. So it's you're making it about you and not them. So um, the next thing would be to use your personal values as a guide, right? When it comes to setting boundaries, uh, the expert Mr. Flint here says they need to be um, in line with your personal values. If you highly value your time or for religious expression, your, your boundary may not, may not be to accept work shifts during service times, um, something to that effect. So that's just one example of using your personal value. Next is to understand the different relationships require different boundaries. So boundaries are often different depending on the situation and the people involved. For example, you may have very flexible boundaries uh, with your intimate partner. Uh, Intimacy thrives when both partners understand and honor each other's boundary needs. And this respectful attitude contributes to the ongoing flexibility. Um, But in a work setting, however, it's appropriate for employers and staff members to have more rigid boundaries. Certain behaviors such as sharing personal information um, or people who, you know, want to talk about personal things that make others uncomfortable, that would be something that's more of a rigid. So realize that this all takes practice and patience. Uh, A lot of times you'll see things show up in my feed here because it's things I'm working on personally. I do research. I try to find tips and tricks to get better. And so um, when I do, as I have recently, I want to share it with all of you. So again, realizing it takes practice and patience for some people, even like me, Even thinking about setting boundaries can trigger anxiety. So as you practice setting boundaries, you may certainly feel anxious, as I have, and unsettled until it becomes more natural. I haven't gotten there yet after all these hundred years I've been alive, but from what I'm told, people get better at this. I think most importantly is to speak up respectfully. I have found over the years as I've become more comfortable to speak up, and I try to do it with respect, there are certain people who trigger me and I... If I were to rewind the camera and listen to myself, I would probably cringe, so I have to work on that. But once you start to figure out which parts of your life could benefit from boundaries, start taking those steps toward implementing them. So I hope this you found this valuable. Pay attention to your relationships and changes and hold your ground. It's not easy, but it is possible. And in the long run, it's all about feeling better and taking care of ourselves. So I'd love to connect with you on social. You can find me at melissa.botello on Instagram and or on the Biswell website, which is mbbiswell.com. Let's connect. I'd love to hear what your strategies are for setting boundaries. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the Biswell podcast.